This is Ravens Flock Talk Podcast, coming to you every week with their thoughts and opinions on each and every Ravens game. Tune in weekly and join the flock. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You are now tuning in to Ravens Flock Talk Episode 2. And we are joining in with you on Week 3 versus the Detroit Lions. And we're not going to waste any time. Let's get right into it. 66-yard field goal by our man Justin Tucker for an NFL record. I mean, this record has been has been held in the NFL since 1970, and our guy just broke it off of a emotional roller coaster of a game. I mean, there was no other way to end it in Ravens form, obviously. But all I can say is it was an ugly game, but my God, we are happy for Justin Tucker. There is not a kicker in, the, in this league that deserves that more. Brandon, they're calling him the GOAT. And I don't disagree. What he a is game. the GOAT. What a game. Everybody's got to be excited. The, the whole city is pumped up. Baltimore, Maryland, Ravens. T- oh, my gosh. I mean, they can't take this away, Brandon. They can never no. take this away. At least not for a very long time. No, uh, no. And, and this record is going to stand for quite some time. But we always knew in Baltimore, he is the GOAT. Yeah, and you know, growing up, Adam Vinatieri has always been the kicker. He's always been the guy who makes those kicks, those kicks in the clutch on Super Bowls, playoffs. And Justin Tucker, listen, he's the best of all time in my opinion. I mean, he's right there with Adam Vinatieri. He doesn't have the Super Bowl kicks as Adam but man, 66 yards, I mean, he has just solidified himself. And in Baltimore, we always knew Justin Tucker was the guy. But now he's put the whole league on notice. For anybody that hasn't been put on notice, they know about Justin Tucker now. You know, the funny thing is, Brandon, we always knew that Tucker, all you had to do was get to the 40-yard line. Oh, and, yeah. And, and there he is. I mean, it's automatic three. Nine times out of ten. He did miss a field goal. But nobody's thinking yeah. about that field goal after this. Yeah, of course. But but here, here he is. All we have to do is get to the 40, the 30-yard line, and it's automatic three. It, yep. If Lamar takes care of the ball, you, 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 we should have um, offense uh, gained every single time. And last thing I'm going to say before we get right into the game is it's nice to have a, such a reliable kicker. I mean, you look around the league. Guys are mi- missing extra points, mix- missing kicks left and right. I mean, Minnesota Vikings, they they haven't found a kicker in years. So to have a guy like Tucker, who nine times out of ten is a sure thing, is such a, a relief as a football fan of this team. Well, fans out there, if you didn't know now, I want to say that we cannot take him for granted. No. Because we had Ray Lewis and Ed Reed for all those years, and now look at us. I mean, that the defense we had back then, now it's a new game. It's a new time. And, and you know, Dan, I'm glad that you brought that up because I was so young. I took Ed and Ray for granted. My whole life they were on the team. And now you see our defense, you know, we're, we're an offensive team now. We've always been that gritty defensive organization. And now our offense really is our, our bread and butter. And, you know, learning from that experience with Ray and Ed, I definitely am not going to take Justin Tucker for granted. Exactly. But let's get right into this game. Um, it was an ugly game. I mean, I don't know about any of uh, the Ravens fans out there, but, I mean, the Tucker field goal made it better. Of course you want to win. But it was one of those, besides Tucker and feeling good for him, I mean, I didn't really feel that that great because of how bad we played against the Lions of all teams. 
And in the first quarter, I mean, I was going to call this episode the game of missed opportunities because right in the beginning, Tyus Bowser misses a pick six. Misses that pick six. I thought it was over right then in terms of we're going on the road. And he has an easy pick six, Brandon. Easy. And, yeah. and fluffs it. And, and Okay. So you're saying it's the first series, move on. But my goodness, this this would set the tone for the rest of the game. Yeah, I mean, coming out of the gate against a team like the Lions, you get that pick six and it basically it's over because, you know, the Lions, they're like, oh, here we go again. But luckily, you know, that drive, we saved it because the next play after uh, Chuck Clark gets a sack. And so we, we kind of we saved ourselves there. But uh, on the offensive side, uh, there was a third and three, and me and Dan are yelling to throw it. We, we really wanted them to throw it because we've had a couple throws right in the beginning where we were moving the chains easy. They hand it off to Murray and fall short, and that seemed to be like the whole game, really, on both sides of the ball. Third downs, team, neither offense could extend their drives. And yeah, was, you know, we were on the one-yard line, and we got lucky because they had penalties and drop passes. So, yep. you know... We're saying we're looking here and saying, "Oh my goodness, we're still in the game uh, on the first series of the game." So, and you know that that drive, Tucker missed a forty-nine yarder just to make things worse. So you knew it was going to probably most likely be an ugly game, which it turned out to be. But uh, jumping into the second quarter, because the first quarter really not a lot happening, even in the previous games, the first quarter has been kind of slow, and that's another thing too. I wish Baltimore was going to come out after a big win, come out amped up and they just came out flat i was just gonna say that brandon they came out so flat you know you you, you beat kansas city come in there you're on yep. the road let's let's have energy and and it just i didn't feel it i didn't see it maybe they did maybe they didn't but i'm saying wow why not come in you're you're amped, going up. Into, amped up in detroit and, and and send a message you know kick them in the face Let's do this. And, you know, that is one thing with the Ravens typically is after a big win, the next game they usually come out flat. And that was my prediction. I had two predictions this week. One was that the Ravens were going to come out flat and two that the Bengals were going to beat Pittsburgh. Those are my only two predictions, and I was 2-0 well, on this. You're, you're I was 2-0. You're 2-0 on that It, it one, doesn't right? surprise me that they got lackadaisical because this is the Lions. And, you know, we cannot take any team for granted, and I hope – you know, they learn from, from this game, obviously. All right, once again, Brandon, here the Ravens are too far off um, pass. They're off coverage. Receivers, yeah. And, and I'm, I'm so angry about that right now. I can't even see straight. I can't even talk straight because they are too far off coverage. And, and in zone or man-to-man, -man, get on them, on, on the ball. Uh that's that's how I feel. I, I will never change because this zone has got too many holes in it. And I call it when we're watching the game Swiss cheese. Swiss cheese. And, and you know, yeah. I always I always say to Brandon, hey, we, we're Swiss cheese out there. And tackling is bad again. We we are not physical. Baltimore Ravens are physical team, and they need to establish yeah, that. You know, I, I'm I'm in uh, four Ravens group chats on Facebook, and a lot of people were talking about how soft the tackling is. I mean, sometimes it doesn't even look like they're even attempting to tackle. I mean, that's a problem because we are a physical team and a physical organization, ground and pound, gritty, and to see guys with lazy shoulder tackles. You know, you're giving an extra 5, 10-plus yards because you don't want to be physical. But I will say this in terms of what Dan said with the man-to-man -man coverage. 
we don't really have man-to-man -man corners now that Marcus is done for the year. So, I mean, there is give and take. You would like to see occasional plays of them coming up, you know, and we did really well against Tyreek Hill la last week. But, I mean, there's a give and a take. You know, uh, Wink's got to deal with what he's got but on, on the field. But, hey, I mean, overall, I think the defensive backs played pretty good this game. Um, you I got I to gotta agree. Tavon Young, Young had a good game. Um, and a sack. He had a sack. a sack. Yeah. We had two sacks this game, both by our Clark, defensive backs. Clark, Clark went, went up the middle and yeah. had a sack up the middle. So Ironically. You know, that, that looks, yeah. And, and, but I, I like Clark now. I mean, he, he's coming along, and he was just put in a game, and I, I like the way he's playing. He's, he's playing a, physical, and, and I like that. Tavon Young, you know, I had my doubts because he just can't stay on the field. But when he's on the field, he is an impact player. It's still early, but, you know, but going back to Clark, you know, he's our glue of the defensive backs. Him and Elliott, and now Elliott's having trouble staying on the field with injuries. But in the second quarter, now let, let, let's get to the main story besides the Tucker kick. The first Hollywood pass. Drops it in the end zone. He has two guys behind him. But, I mean, you know, we criticized Lamar for his deep throws uh, last week. You know, he had right in the beginning of the game, he overthrew Hollywood. And we said, me and Dan both said that he needs to get better with his deep throw accuracy. And all of his deep throws really were on the money. I mean, you can't, I mean, besides the Andrews, which we'll get into, but Hollywood, I mean, come on. You couldn't get in the bread basket. I mean, right there. Right there, that that could have wiped away the whole Tyus Bowser uh, miss pick six and the Tucker miss field goal, and to make matters work, we worse we tack on more missed opportunities. Brandon, I can't agree with you more, and I don't even want to call him Hollywood anymore. I'm going to call him Marquise Brown. <laughs> you know why? Because those drop his passes, nickname has been swiped you away. Know what? Hollywood, Florida. I don't care. It, this guy's got to step up. He, he has to prove himself and, and be consistent. Yeah. And, and if he's our number one receiver, he has to be consistent. He has to make those plays. I, I was looking at the game thinking, okay, this is Detroit. What if it was the playoffs? What if, what if it really meant something in, in, in the end? You so can't miss those opportunities. You cannot miss those, Brandon. And I, I'm hoping this game, you know, Hollywood typically, he is a cocky guy. You know, he, he's a flashy, uh, flashy player. But I, I, I'm hoping this game gives him a slice of humble pie because not one, not two, but three missed catches, big time catches he could have had all for touchdowns. One too. in the end zone, it was a touchdown. Yeah. And, and the other two, he could have ran for, he yeah. could have ran for a Potentially touchdown. Potentially for so, a touchdown or uh, a, just a, a fans huge out play. There of Hollywood, I'm sorry, but listen, let's get going here, Hollywood. He he you, cannot get a pass this game. I'm sorry. I mean, you yeah. have three chances. You know, some people don't get second chances. He had three chances. You got to catch those. So I, I hope he cuts out this whole, you know, I'm the man, I'm cocky, this and stuff, this and that, and, and go out there, put your head down, and just play ball. Forget all the antics and all the stuff off the field. Put in the work after this, especially after this performance, because you're supposed to be our number one guy. Exactly, and you know Lamar is always going to back him. You know they're boys, they're bros. Okay, I'm, I, I get it, but the thing about it is. There's going to be a time. Lamar steps up all the time. And you know what? I cannot blame this. It was an ugly win. It was not, a clean, a, not a clean at all. But Lamar had touches on his ball, on his passes. 
He, he, he I can't blame Lamar at all. Mm-hmm. He stepped up to the plate, and it was his team that kind of failed him this time. Yeah, and, uh, and ironically, he, his guy, you know, yeah, his, his, his guy, his guy. he goes to. And Andrews, he came, he came. He's coming around first or second game. He he kind of was there, not you know, off and on. But this game, he had a really nice forty-yard um, pass uh, catch, and and he he helped keep the drive going. And you know, Dan Dan was saying in the first two games, you know, where is Mark Andrews? Where is Mark? And I I really wasn't worried about him. He typically is consistent nine times out of ten, but it's Hollywood who you got to be careful of because let's be honest, he has a, a a history of dropping balls. He does, but he does have his moments where he's really great. You know, you think of Cleveland last year, you think of Kansas City last week, but I mean, it's the consistency. We 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 need him uh, with our receiving core. So let's go into the receivers, Brandon. Let's talk about Duvernay and how, what, what, I mean, a touchdown pass. Yeah, but th- there's not much to say, really. I mean, he had two catches, but the hey, Duvernay, Prochet. Prochet had a catch. I mean, they're, you, they're not, you, they're not targeted enough. I know. So maybe they do need to be targeted. That's the whole, the whole Not thing. maybe. They, they, they do, do. But right. here's the question. Is that Greg Roman not putting them in a position to make those catches? Are they not on the field as much? Or is that Lamar just looking at, you know, Hollywood and Mark Andrews and occasionally Sammy Watkins. You know, that's something that only they will know. Yeah. But you look at, I mean, DuVernay is fast. I mean, he is so, he could be faster than Hollywood and he looks faster than Hollywood in my opinion. I mean, you mean to tell me this guy can't be a weapon on the yes. receiving, you know, as, as a receiver? And Prochet's good too. Yeah, that was a beautiful touchdown catch, you know, going yeah. up high, tagging his foot. Yeah. You know, yeah, he was wide open, but the pass was a little off, so he had to drag his foot. That was a nice catch. But I mean, uh, going back to the second quarter, we get a break. You know, now that we're talking about Devin Duvernay, I think it was a punt punt return or a kickoff return. One of the, I think it was a punt return. He receives it. He's running and gets stripped. And yeah. Detroit picks it up. And there we go, oh, the, the mistakes keep tacking on. But we get saved by none other than a penalty that only, you know, the Lions could make. And we get the ball back. Thank the Lord. Yeah, let's face it. The penalties on Detroit really saved this game for the Ravens. They made so many mistakes, so many penalties, um, calling back plays in critical situations. So... I mean, yeah. so some of the I ones mean, were. That's fourth. why it was so ugly. Uh, ugly win. And look, so, some some of the penalties were like fourth and one, where they're going to go for it. Exactly. And now it's a fourth and, and six false because of false starts. Yeah. yeah. And they had to punt the ball instead. Yeah. But um, still in the second quarter, I mean, this quarter was just filled with a whole lot of stuff that happened. So after we get the ball back, uh, Lamar gets a touchdown running in the corner. We get our first touchdown, and it's wiped away by a Mark Andrews face mask. And uh, it's just like the mistakes keep going and going. But uh, Duvernay did have that touchdown. And then Hollywood, again, drops his second touchdown in the same quarter. In the same quarter. And you're going, man, what? what, what was, this, yeah. this is this is going to be his game. Yeah. And he gets a third drop pass in the same quarter. And he didn't. We wasn't targeted after that. He and that. And honestly, I'm glad. He shouldn't be targeted. I'm glad. He should not be targeted. And as much as I like Lamar's accuracy and everything, he only had he had one inaccurate pass that I remember branded. It was in the third quarter. 
He had Andrews wide open for yeah. a touchdown, and and he missed, and he drops it. He missed him. So you know, not drops it, but he missed him. And you know, that's the the only thing. But I cannot blame Lamar in this game. He had so many opportunities with Hollywood. We're talking about three scores. Brandon and I are saying, hey, it should be twenty-one to zero. Yeah, it would be. You know, it should have been touchdowns. over. It should have been over at halftime. At halftime. At halftime. Exactly. So um, um, I'm a little, you know, angry about about how this and you know started out, and and how it, the the game was developing because we weren't tackling again, we weren't covering again. We have a lot of work ahead on the defense and the offense. So I don't know where you start, Brandon. And just think, Ravens fans, at halftime you could be sitting pretty, hmm. eating a cake, a hot dog, some squimps. Something or the hey, other. Jumbo shrimps, man. You're let's, damn let's, right. Let's, let's, and instead, prime rib, baby. <laughs> prime rib, you, you name it. And instead, you're sweating bullets at halftime against the Detroit Lions. Lions. This is That's not the Chiefs. Sh- this is not uh, who, who else? Uh, I don't know. The, the premier team, the Packers, the 49ers, the Lions. I mean, come on, Baltimore. But hey, you know, we, we, we pulled it out at the end and, and coming out of halftime, Tucker had a 50-yarder, so he, he got back the kick that he missed, which was nice. If he missed that second one, you're thinking, oh, this is Buffalo in the playoffs all over again. You yeah, know? I'm just looking at the second half and, and once again, you know, like one of the, the, the tackling is bothering Poor me. Poor tackling. You got, you know, you got Patrick Queen. He, he's not being physical like a linebacker should be. We're so used to Ray Lewis back in the day being so physical and the Ravens are not physical right now and it's it's really bothering me it's upsetting me I, I don't know what what identity this team has anymore. and this is where you miss a guy like LJ Fort when you're talking about the linebacker position I mean let's be honest do do we hear about Harrison that much during the game I mean you don't exactly. hear about him that is he even out there for, I mean come on and he's a big dude now Queen is a little undersized for his position I think he's what 223 220 six foot six foot one but again i mean guys like lj fort which i mean to many is not a a a big loss but he's a key component and we are missing guys like that and not to mention all the guys that were out for covid i was just going to say that that's a great lead-in brandon because you know outside of football i don't know how you fans feel but what is going on with vaccinations in this team you don't hear covid players missing covid um on other on other teams missing games for covid M- yeah. missing games and so we miss what williams uh um ferguson and and like two other defensive players yeah. and we're already injured too so that just makes matters worse right and anybody that was around him could not play and I'm, I'm saying, you know what, when is it going to be time for an organization like the Ravens to make it mandatory? And I know this is out, you know, not football is not popular in the fan base. But, but listen, this could be critical. Think about being a playoff game. Every you, game is critical. Well, yeah. Or, or a divisional game. You know, and, and, and you're out for COVID. Get the vaccination, guys, and make it mandatory so that we can have players on the field. It's bad enough we have so many injuries. We have the most injuries in the league. And this is where, you know, even though we don't like them, but this is where you have to appreciate the Patriots and a guy like Mm -hmm. Bill Belichick who was no nonsense. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, one of the rumors that why he released Cam is because of the whole vaccination issue with him. And he denied it, but you never know. You really never know. 
and he's a no-nonsense head coach. And I don't see that same quality in John Harbaugh. I mean, where is the discipline? I where? totally agree. Let's I mean, make players accountable, yeah. and let's win these games because we're already injured. I mean, why are you going to shoot yourself in the foot even more? Hey, fans, we haven't had a evidence that Lamar has been vaccinated, and he is our our premier player for the whole He's our year. best player. <laughs> and so, yeah, our best player, uh, as Brandon was saying. So so what? what's going to happen? Are they? And he's in a contract year. So how could they not have him be, have it mandatory that he has a vaccination? So I know that's outside of football. It, yeah, it, it, just, it just honestly. But they need to have it. That. It just makes you think because, it's, well, what if we had this guy, you know? So ne ne nevertheless, still in the third quarter, Lions score their first touchdown. And that's where I have to say, you know, just to segue back into the game, that's where I have to say the defense did pretty good. I mean, they scored their first points in the third quarter. Now, it is the Lions, but, you know, this defense, as we've been mentioning, is skeptical. And you never know what, what defense is going to show up week to week. So they score their first touchdown. We get the ball back, and we end a very good drive on a third and five, which should have been a touchdown with another Tucker field goal. So, you know, we're, at least we're getting three. But, again, this is the Lions. We should be scoring every Almost not every drive, but almost every drive against the team. It was a tale of two halves, Brandon. You know, the first half we we did well on defense, ten to zero. We held them to to minimal gains. It, second half though, that's when they scored their two touchdowns and a field goal. So then we're playing catch up again, and 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 have yeah. to have a miracle. But hey, listen, out there, this was unbelievable game. We had to win like that. Uh, it's it was just, it was a game that that that's going to be played for years in, in Ravens history, yeah. you know. And you got to think too, like let's give credit to Sammy Watkins who disappeared in the first half, and he showed up big in the second. And we needed him after all the Hollywood drop passes, and it was fourth and nineteen, fourth and you're and going, 19. this game is over. And thank you refs for missing that delay of game. I didn't pick up on it until after the game when everybody kept talking about it, but they missed it. The O-line held up for that one play, thank the Lord, and Sammy Watkins gets open. I don't know how the Lions let that up. Fourth and 19, they're playing prevent defense. I you know, credit that, but again, Sammy Watkins comes up big yeah. and gets Tucker in the position to even attempt that, that kick. So you got to think, it's a collaborative effort, and thank God we got Sammy. I mean, I don't know if anybody looked up online he was uh, wired for the Chiefs game against his old team. And this guy's a leader. He's vocal. I mean, this is the type of veterans that we need. Yeah. Him, Calais Campbell, you think of in the past with Steve Smith. You know, those are big pickups. Anquan Bolden, our Super Bowl year. And to see how vocal he is and how into the game. You know, I am so glad that we picked him up and we're just crossing our fingers that he can stay healthy for the for the majority of the season. Yeah, Brandon, what a pickup. That was unbelievable. Mic'd up and wired for that game. He is a beast. Yeah. And he, the whole game, all he wanted to say, we're going to win. He's positive. We're going to win. We're going to win. I'm telling against you. Against the Chiefs. Against the Chiefs, yeah. sorry. Yeah. Against the Chiefs. I mean, you, you know, he had, you know, skin in the game on that. He, he wanted to win. It just shows you how much he wanted to win against his previous team. Yeah. But what a pickup he was, and he's coming clutch plays, and he's coming. It's, yeah, it's I, just, I, want, I wanted to highlight him on that play because fourth and nineteen. Fourth and what 19. are the chances of getting that? You know, so. 
But I want to say, too, you know, Lamar, he did turn the ball over. He did have an uh, interception in the fourth quarter. But as the seasons roll along, again, it's only we're only coming in into the fourth week of the season. But I think later as the season progresses, he's going to take care of the ball more. You know, he's not forcing things. You can see sometimes he's hesitant to throw it. And I, I like that because a rookie quarterback or a young quarterback is going to try to fit it in those tight spaces and get picked off and ruin good drives and potential points. So as the season progresses, I really think he's going to take care of the ball more. And that's big for us, you know, because we are a team that controls the, the possession. We control the ball. We eat up the clock. We can't turn the ball over, We especially with this defense. So I got to commend Lamar this game, too, for taking care of the ball and, and giving us a chance to, to win that this ugly, ugly game. Well, I'm happy for Tucker. I'm happy for Lamar saying he can come back from behind, scoring from behind. Yeah. That was his nemesis. And, and this should be a, I'm a glad great, you brought that up a, too. A momentum. Yeah. You know, for him to, to to know that he can come from behind and and so numbers are you know, numbers are numbers, but he, he can come from behind. And it you know, it, it's nice to it's nice that this team finally can come, can come from, behind. from behind. And yeah, you gotta think too, we were up though and we, we gave up the lead and then we had to come back. Yeah. So it's not like we were down the whole time, but Either way, you know, back a couple years ago, we will be down and out. We will be done for, you know, because we had to have the lead the entire game. So this team shows fight even with injuries. And that, as I mentioned last last episode, that boils down to the organization. Yeah. Boils down to the organization. You know, next man up, all next these injuries, up. Brandon, they're going to have to have an identity to know that this is going to be a scrappy team all year. I think they already know yeah. that. You know, They already so, have an identity, Yeah, honestly. Being scrappy, being be, never giving up. And, and, and so that was nice. In the locker room, you know, I, I looked at some of the highlights in the locker room. That was nice to see. They're they're on a momentum right now and and and, and this know. and this was a big win because you yeah. look at our division, Cleveland won, Cincinnati beat the brakes off of Pittsburgh like I predicted. Uh and, and we, we needed this win. You know, we needed this win just to keep up because we got a tough division and Cincinnati has some offensive weapons, so we gotta keep up as best as we can and next week we're going into uh, Denver against Teddy Bridgewater, four o'clock, four thirty game. And they're three and zero. They're three and zero. They haven't played so, too many good opponents, but still, three and zero is three and zero. And it's I think it's going to be another gritty game. Teddy doesn't really turn the ball over much. He doesn't wow you, but he takes care of the ball generally. And so Brandon, we needed these wins. We're going to be tested. Uh, yeah, we needed these wins on the road too. Yeah. And that was an ugly win, but it's a win because we're going to have this um, in Denver, this game in Denver, and then we're going to have a stretch of home games that are going to be critical. Mm -hmm. And so, hey, you know, who knows what's going to happen. But injuries, let's face it, for the Baltimore fans, this has been decimated with injuries. And, you know, we're the the team that has the most injuries in the league. That's unbelievable. And so going – Go, going into Denver, I mean, besides the injuries, all you can hope is Hollywood learns from this, picks it up next game. And has a big game. Yeah. You know, that that's what's going to be a leader. If he's if he's premier uh, receiver, he's got to prove it. He's got to show it. And he's got to get Lamar's trust again. Yeah. Because Lamar didn't pass to him in the whole second half, which he shouldn't have. Yeah. I, I, I agree with Dan, you know, 100%. So... Let's just hope, you know, it's an easy win. I doubt it, but uh, like, like we said, a win is a win, and let's hope we can keep this going. But 
We will be tuning in next uh, this Saturday, this Saturday against Denver. Uh, you know, hopefully we can we can pull it out again, and maybe it's a miracle, maybe it's not. But either way, you will be hearing from us here on Ravens Flock Talk.